What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. Now, today is going to be completely different from any other thing I've, I've spoke about thus far. I know a lot of times I kind of say that where I'm like, this one's going to be different, but this one really is not the same sort of, you know, deep topic that I kind of go into or the relatable topic that, you know, somebody may have a somebody may have a takeaway on. All right, so today I am going to be doing a Q&A. Now, I don't know for sure if I'm ready to answer some of these, and I don't know um, how I'm going to feel doing this, but honestly, I'm not somebody who is a very open book. If you know me personally, you know that there is a side of me that's more, I guess, private, um, more reserved, I guess you could say, but... I feel like what better way to also um, stay true to my own word with getting out of your comfort zone and stuff like that. What other way to do that than to do it in a way of me getting out of my own comfort zone with answering personal questions, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I figured, you know, it's time. It's been 10 episodes, 10 episodes in thus far. Thank you to everyone who has clicked on, everyone who has been listening is greatly appreciated, but Episode 11, I think that something different needed to be, you know, in place. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to do. I I don't know how many questions I have here. I kind of asked about a week ago to see any questions that I might, that might make the, the cuts, you know what I mean? Serious questions, not just asking why I'm fat. Anyway, (laughs) but, um... Yeah, so I have them all kind of written down here. I'm not going to do them in order. I'm just going to choose them kind of like a raffle and just go from there. All right, so if that sounds good to you guys, if you want to know a little bit more about me, um, stay tuned. If you have your own question that you want to hear answered, you are more than welcome to leave a comment or to contact me directly, DM me, let me know, and I will totally do a part two. There's a lot of questions. And if you're someone like myself who just loves to talk, obviously, (laughs) then um, I'd be more than happy to answer that. All right, you guys. Okay, so part of me is not too sure if I want to just jump into the more juicier topics the juicier questions or do I want to just start with the basic like what's your favorite color at all (laughs) but um yeah I guess I'm just gonna go ahead and jump right in let me just guess which one it's gonna be all right uh oh okay so why can't you forgive it's a question I had the other day I remember getting so that's kind of like a loaded question, honestly, I feel like with any, any that, that that can go deep, you know what I'm saying? But if I had to answer off the top of my head of why I can't forgive or why I have a problem with that, I don't know, man. It's just, I feel as though when I was going through a lot of stuff as a child and my early years, I, I remember the amount of pain that I felt at that time. And I remember just feeling so like, uh, angry that I just, I was just like, I'm never going to forgive this person for doing that. I'm never going to do this and that. And as I got older, 
you know, sure, forgiveness came with, you know, coming of age or just getting like getting over certain things. But honestly, some of the more deep stuff, like the stuff that is on the spectrum of abuse and beyond that, from what I've dealt with as a child, for me, it is hard to forgive. <laughs> if you could imagine what abuse is and then and further on as a kid, it is very hard for me to not only think about certain things that transpired, but it is also very hard for me to, um, I don't want to, I don't know if it's coming to terms with it, but it, it just, maybe, you know what, maybe it is coming to terms with it. Now, now that I think about it, now that I'm saying it out loud, right. But I would say that forgiveness is one of my biggest, um, shortcomings when it comes to moving on, like moving on from situations, forgiving people, I can forgive if someone apologizes to me. But what if someone doesn't? You know what I mean? What if someone isn't apologizing for what they've done? Or what if someone isn't taking any form of accountability, any sort of, uh, you're not getting recognized for anything that happened or no nothing? That right there is why I can't forgive. <laughs> Or why I have a, a, a big problem with that. You know, maybe that's more deep work I need to do on myself. Maybe that's more work I need to do um, just seeking professional help and all that, whatever. But it is a deep one for me that that's why I can't um, can't forget nobody. Nobody. No, I'm just playing. Um, yeah. All right. So let's see here. Uh, my hobbies. Well... My hobbies, honestly, I would say, I don't know if this is considered a hobby with uh, podcasting. Um, I don't want to consider hobbies something that I have. Okay, so what are your hobbies? All right, now, I, of course, the obvious answer might be podcasting, but I don't know if it's very fair to say that because. Sure, it's more of a hobby in the category for me nowadays, but it was never something that I did when I was younger. It was never something that I had done. I had done other things in the creative space that had to do with, you know, writing and stuff like that, but never anything that had to do with me speaking. So I would say that podcasting came about probably, honestly, during the pandemic is whenever I really considered starting it, but contemplating, pushing it off, pushing it off. That went from 2020 to all the way till 2023. Now, um, as far as what my actual hobbies are, uh, I'm a writer um, through and through since the earliest time I can remember. I've always been writing. I've always been a, been a good at drawing as well. Um, since I was very young, like I'm talking like my earliest ages, I just remember already kind of doing that already having those like wheels turning, you know what I mean? In my head of just trying to, um, just being creative, anything in the creative space like that, when it came to art, that's always been not only a strong suit and I'm not, I mean, sure. I'm guessing I'm tooting my own, my own horn here. Cause no one's actually seen what I'm drawing. No one's actually, you know, read what I've written. Sure. Family and, you know, close people have, but on this platform, this is news to the listener, right? So, yeah, I would say that is my hobbies. Oh, you know what? Fuck that. There's another one, too. Uh, I like going hiking now. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if that's, like, a considered a hobby, but anything that's, like, in the outdoors kind of space, uh, totally fucking digging that, too. So, yeah. All right. So, 
what makes you happy? All right, now this is uh, another one. I swear I'm not trying to make all these questions, you know, that I'm picking right now off out, out of the gate like too heavy because I made sure to like include some of the totally the more lighthearted questions like hobbies and then I got one like this the other day and I'm like, okay, let me include that. All right, so what makes me happy is... I'll just say a few things on that. Structure is one. I'm somebody who I definitely had that in my younger childhood years. But if you are someone who has had that snatched from you and had to go about an entirely different way of living um, growing up, if you go from one way to another in the form of it being overnight, like how it was for me at a certain age, uh, I missed it. I really missed structure. I missed having rules and like... Uh, uh, like, I, I just missed that whole overall thing. And I, and I was, I remember missing it when I was like, uh, maybe 13, 14 years old. And ever since that day forward, I remember wanting that bad, like really bad in my own life. So that's why I've always been very independent, always had my own place, always done my own thing uh, after I grew up pretty much. So structure is one, it makes me feel grounded, it makes me feel like like I'm a part of society or something, like, uh, I don't know, it just it just makes me feel good inside, because I, I, I love having a schedule, I love structure, I love things that have me on a routine. I'm not, if you know me well, if you know me well, I'm not very good with spontaneous stuff, more like, more often than not, if someone's doing something spontaneous, I hardly ever jump to those kind of things. Um, I will on rare occasion because you know you got to live a little and you got to get out of your own fucking head sometimes right but uh yeah structure is the first thing um the second thing what makes me happy is working towards my goals and that would be podcasting that's one of them uh it's probably the one i'm most active with right now i mean obviously um writing is another one just anything that has to do with my future is uh what makes me happy anything i, I anytime I, I have that on my my during the day anytime i can incorporate that in my day as busy as i always am it makes me feel uh happy because i i don't know it just makes me look forward to something now to kind of segue into i guess the third reason for right now because you could really go on and on about what makes you happy about what you really love to do or whatever but I would say that having plans to <laughs> this is this is a no fucking brainer, right? But having plans to do something in the near future, that right there is the thing that makes me very happy. Now, you may have a plan with a buddy to meet up soon. You may have, you know, you might be going on a date. You might be going to a concert. You in anything that is on the fucking horizon, right? Like coming in the very soon. Having stuff to look forward to, um, not only has that been scientifically proven to boost your mood and to make you happier, but it's just something that I always am like aware of, pretty much. So I would say structure, um, working on my goals, and having something to do, having plans, going through with those plans too, right? Yeah, so, all right. Let me go ahead and just keep on going here. See which one's going to be next. Oh, shit. Sorry, I almost dropped something. Y'all didn't hear that. Yes, you did. Okay. So, 
How are, oh God, I don't want to answer this one. Okay, so it says, how are you still single? You are so handsome. First of all, thank you for saying that. I'm not going to say who said that, but um, thank you. But I don't know, because it's like, I, I, this is where I feel myself getting caught up. Because I feel like if anything, out of anything else people want to know about me, it's mostly that. They're like, why are you alone? You know what I mean? You're all like, you're always doing your own thing. You're always, you know, doing your thing, which is a great thing. It's a great skill to know how to be single and to be content. But I think that where my issue comes in is I'm so used to being, you know, very goal oriented and I'm just focused on work, work, work and this and that, that unfortunately I don't make enough space in my life for that. And I, that's a problem. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, this is my justified reason. But I don't know. I feel like I have definitely been hurt in the past. I have dealt with heartbreak, contrary to popular belief. I have dealt with heartbreak more than once. Um, it's not fun. It's very, very painful. And I don't like... Uh, not feeling like I'm in control of my own emotions sometimes. So if I'm ever out of it, or if I, or like anyone who else is listening, it can relate to being heartbroken. It's a very ugly feeling to be in. It's not like a feeling of, it's just an entirely different way of grieving that is very, very deep. And it just, it, I don't like the the person I become when I'm in that place of being heartbroken from, something not working out. So that's something that <laughs> I guess a little bit, it's not, it's kind of, I guess, kind of not really, I guess I'm still evading the answer to that a little bit, but that's the best way I know how to put it right now, today where I'm at right now is sure I'm single. Do I like being single? Uh, no, I really don't. Um, I, yeah, that, that's just the best, best way to put it. Like, do I get attention? Do I, have you know options absolutely i mean who doesn't but the the thing that i see myself getting caught up is i don't i'm afraid to put my wall down and that's just the god honest truth so in the future doing the work i know that'll change okay how old are you all right now this is what i mean by like the more like you know, not so in-depth questions, but um, as of today, the time of recording this, which is August 13th, I am 27 years old. Um, next Friday is my birthday. I will be 28. So I will say that uh, my late 20s has been going a lot better than my early 20s. I'll just say that. Um, every year old is a blessing. You know, I only got a couple more years left in my 20s, and then it's a whole new, a whole new start, a whole new decade. But um, I am almost 28 years old. Okay, let me see here to the next one. I'm making sure to cross these out like as I kind of like draw them because it's a lot of questions. All right, so let's see here. Where do you want to live? Now, I don't know if that means like in the future or like for like right now, but... Um, I just say I okay. Let me just let me just go back a little bit. So for to go to like currently, like in the near future and all that, 
than to go to the the long the, the future from now or whatever like what I really want so I can see this now but uh as of today in today's you know world I would say that I absolutely love Austin Texas uh, I've been here since 2014 uh, since I was 18 years old uh, I came here on really rough circumstances at the time and have just worked my ass off ever since to just grow up and do my own thing anyway uh, but I have been in Austin before. I have family here. I've been here off and on during my childhood for different reasons. And I remember always knowing that I wanted to eventually move there. The older I got, the older I was getting, like, in my teenage years coming here and stuff like that, and then having to go back to Michigan, I remember just having that longing of, like, man, I really want to move there one day. Um, I will say, um, circ circumstances aside, Having family here has definitely helped me to um, move to an entirely new state and city with ease because I have family. You know what I mean? I have not as much family as I do back um, in Michigan, but uh, I do have a good amount of family members, like, you know, big time here. So, yeah, I would say um, Austin all the way. I love it here. I, I, it's just a, such a live city. Um, I love the... I love how at every corner there's like something going on, like something like just something event or whatever. It's such a, it's, I just love it. I, I feel like there's really good people here. Uh, very kind people. Are there your occasional fucking cunts? Sure. Um, are, you know, every city has their, every, everywhere has bad eggs. Right. But I'm just saying that, uh, more often than not, I feel like even just going to the store, I, I feel like people here are just um, in general, kind, very kind. All right. So for the long run, what I do want, I'm not opposed to moving anywhere. Um, like I said a little bit ago, I am still in my twenties. You don't really have everything figured out at that point in time. So I'm not going to like, this is it. This is that, you know what I'm saying? This is nothing else, but I will say that, um, at least right now, kind of what I'm what I'm looking at is if I ever did become very successful where I could afford to live in two different places, you know what I mean? If I had a home, so a home away from home, pretty much. Um, I really do. I would love to move to Michigan. Uh, I would love to have a house there for not only personal reasons, but I just I'm from Michigan. I was born and raised there. I'm from Pontiac, Michigan. Um, I lived all over Oakland County from just uh, Pontiac to Waterford to Lake Orient, Orient Township, Auburn Hills. Like I've been pretty much all over that. That's like where I'm from. So it feels like those are my roots. Like it doesn't feel like they literally, literally are my roots is, is back home in Michigan. Even when I say back home in Michigan, I say that for a reason. You know what I mean? Even though I love Texas wholeheartedly. Um, I, I just kind of picture like having a small house or a big house somewhere like in, in a rural, rural, rural area and in a wooded area, just because I love the snow. I love the weather there. Y'all going to call me crazy for that, but uh, whatever. <laughs> so I, I definitely could see myself when I'm an older man, <laughs> an older gentleman, uh, having a place here in Texas and having another location back in in Michigan because I love the winters there as crazy as that sounds <laughs>
All right. So let me just cross that off real quick. If these answers are like long-winded, however that saying goes, um, yeah, it's for a reason. I like to talk. All right. Let me see here. Okay. Uh, I already answered how old I was. What the fuck? Damn. I have this fucking random speaker right here. Kind of just fucking went off. Sorry, guys. <laughs> they fucking kind of scared me a little bit. Fucking haunted ass house. Are you haunted? Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's not a creepy as fuck. I love you. Got scared. <laughs> Oh god, okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep that in. I'm gonna keep that in. Alright, so. <laughs> alright, alright, let me get it together. Let me get it together. Um, What is your pet peeves? Oh my god, oh fuck. I'm just kidding. No, I, I definitely do have some pet peeves, let me tell you. But let me, I. We all have several. So this question actually said, what is your biggest pet peeve? But. Um, I would say when people are wrong about a time and place, if they're like, yeah, we did that last summer or we did that in 2018, you know, I don't know if it's just me having OCD or what, but one thing I am very good at is keeping track of time and keeping track of a certain date. This happened September of 2021. This happened of, you know, whatever time in 2019. Uh, for the most part, not always, of course, because I'm human, but for different situations or different, you know, things that happen, I'm usually pretty good at saying what year and time. So whenever I see someone talking about like, yeah, we did that back in fall of, of 2000 and whatever, I'm like, no, we didn't. Like, I, no, we didn't. And that might be kind of like stuck up on my part or just me being a complete crazy person or whatever. But um yeah, I hate when people are wrong about times and places and they, they say it and I hate it even more when I can't correct them because I'm going to sound like an asshole. So I can correct certain people, but certain ones, they just are too sensitive to kind of, you know, get corrected. So, yeah, I would say that's one of my pet peeves for sure is when people do that. Um, I don't want to keep on answering pet, different pet peeves because I can just go on a long tangent about what I think pet peeves or whatever. Okay. So do you believe in love at first sight? Uh, oh God. No, I don't. Honestly, I don't think I've ever, I know I have definitely been in love before, but I don't think I have ever had love at first sight. If you have, let me know. So I know that shit's real. So I know I'm not going to be forever alone. No, but uh, okay, so uh, to keep it simple, no, I don't believe in love at first sight. I believe in attraction at first sight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I believe in that like one thousand percent, and I think we all anyone can attest to that. But love, you might have a massive attraction to somebody, and the second that mouth opens and you hear and you hear the nonsense, that instantly gets cut off. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Uh, no, I don't believe in love at first sight. Okay. Let's see. Let's see here. What is your ideal partner? Oh my God, dude. What the fuck are the love questions? I don't, I don't like this. Uh, I don't want to answer this. Okay. 
So my ideal life partner hmm is it bad that I don't know is it bad that I don't know what I want just love me (laughs) that's my answer to that just love me and I'll give you the world all right we are back from that short commercial break Okay, so the next question I have here is the best way to deal with anxiety or pretty much the best way I deal with anxiety. Now, it's going to be kind of tough to answer this short, but I'm still going to just because I just want to spare like the... I want to spare the the ears that don't want to talk about stress, right? Because this is more of like a upbeat episode. But, I mean, they all are a beat. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, so, uh, the best way I deal with anxiety is being proactive when I am noticing that I'm being triggered. If I notice a depression episode coming on, if I notice, excuse me, if I notice that I am under some sort of stress, if I'm not feeling like myself, not feeling like 100% or whatever, if I'm in that zone you're aware for one. So I guess that's the first step is being aware. And then after that, you have to do something to fight against that. Now, something productive. I'm not, I don't mean like, oh, go and do something, you know, insert bad idea. (laughs) I'm not saying that. But what I am implying is that you do something that is going to get you out of that, not only just by the action of it, but it'll physically get you out of that zone. And the best way I can say that is just by working out going to the gym, going to do something, go walk to your fucking, go walk to your mailbox, go, go get, go get some fresh air, anything that will counter that by action is the best way I can describe it. You know, there's, there's things I do every day. Like, like if you go back to episode two, when I speak on the morning ritual one, that one is exactly what I speak on when I talk about having severe anxiety and what I did to combat that, what I did to counter that and how I overcame having really, really bad anxiety the second I opened my eyes in the morning time. So I would just say, do something physical, do something that is going to benefit your physical health. Because not only, I know that whenever I leave the gym, if I'm going home and I'm like, oh man, I'm so, I'm just, you're exhausted, but your body feels good. Your body feels calm and relaxed. And at least that way you can get a better night's rest and better regain your thoughts for the next day. And that's the other thing I was going to say when it comes to being able to deal with anxiety. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Sorry. The best way to deal with um, anxiety as well or stress or anything that's just negative is having a good night's rest. That's another big thing. If you are getting enough sleep every night, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I slept for five hours and I just don't need it. But those same people that are saying that are the same ones you'll see taking a nap like in the middle of the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? If you had a full night's rest, you wouldn't feel the need to take an hour long nap, idiot. You know what I mean? I hate that's like a pet peeve of mine also is people that think that they are like superhuman. Like, oh, all I need is five hours of sleep. OK, yeah, that's why you're aging a lot faster than a lot of people. That's why you're cranky and you need a nap and, you know. You pass out on the couch the second you sit down because you're not getting a full night's rest. All right. So anyway, uh, let's see here. 
Advice for your 18-year-old self. <clears throat> okay, so I think that anyone who is obviously over the age of 18, who is maybe five plus years past the age of 18, can relate to kind of being like looking back like damn like that was my first year as an adult and here I am now all these years later you know who would have thought that I'd be where I am now compared to compared to where I was at that point in time I remember how where I was at at 18 and I remember even though you know I was I was getting ready to move to Texas I was um I did move to Texas at the end of my you know 18 year uh 18 years of age but anyway so I would say to listen to the advice of your elders, listen to the advice of people that have always had your best interest at heart, whether it be making a big move across the country or taking this job, doing such and such. I think that be open to change is another thing I would say. Don't just consume or latch on too much to people because everything is changing and everything is temporary. Everything is always temporary. Um, don't get too attached to one environment or another, whether it be a group of friends, whether it be a job, whether it be a relationship, just, just anything in that regard. Don't hold on to, don't latch yourself too hard onto something whenever you yourself <clears throat> are barely just scratching the surface of what it is to be an adult. Um, any other advice I would give myself at that age is to protect yourself. Don't let the wrong people in. Uh, I know that most of my early adult years were spent uh, trusting a lot of people that, uh, well, not a lot, but there was a few people who I just don't think I had my best interest at heart. And I kind of learned that the, the hard way. Uh, something else I would tell myself at 18 is to just embrace the change, man. Like em embrace the differences that are going to come your way. Embrace uh, a chance to grow and evolve at something. It, I'll always just be ready to just embrace change evolve uh be open-minded to new ideas new opportunities um the earlier you get that sorted and figured out the better because you're younger while doing it i can't tell you how many people i have met who tell me like oh i wish i would have knew that at your age i wish but i wish i would have known that at, at your age in your 20s or whatever you know so that just goes to show that's and that's totally not me saying trying to toot my own horn at all because I'm not going to be in my 20s for much longer. I'm, I literally have two years left and then I'm in my 30s, a whole new chapter, which I'm really excited about. But I just kind of say that because everything is temporary and, and we are all going to be at that age. If any, if we're all lucky and blessed enough to live, to be very, to grow old and to live elderly, um, I think that if we live that long, it's, it's it's a blessing and it's not something to be taken for granted because a lot of people don't even make it. Um, a lot of people don't even make it to their adult years. A lot of people don't even make it past 18. So I would say buckle up. Okay, so here goes one that I don't think was a very serious question, but I'm still going to answer it because that's what I said, right? Ask me a question and I will answer. Here goes two. All right, here goes one. That Well, here goes the first one. When are you going to take me out on a date? Uh, whenever you stop being shady. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. 
The other little random one that I got as well was how to treat a shitty friend. Um, you know who you are, and I mean, a hit dog will holler. I mean, that's all I got to say about that. If you feel like you have to call someone a shitty friend, I mean, maybe that's because you might be the shitty friend. I don't know. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, uh, getting those out the way, those more lighthearted ones, non-serious ones. Um what are three movies you'd recommend and why? Oh, well, that's a tough one because I feel like I'm very indecisive about what it is that are, what are my favorite movies. And I think about, well, do you mean franchise? Do you mean a series or do you mean, you know what I mean? But for right now, I'm just going to try to set it based on just three movies and um, see how that goes. <laughs> Okay, so honestly, I can't name the other two right now at the moment. Maybe that can, maybe I can save that for a part two of the Q and A, because I am having a lot of fun with <laughs> answering these questions, as uncomfortable as it might make me feel, depending on what the question is. But anyway, so the movie I would say probably would be the Quentin Tarantino film Death Proof. Honestly, not just because. Because I'm thinking of a movie that's not in a franchise. Like I have a lot of movies that are like a sequel or like a part four to this series or whatever. But this movie is a standalone. It's a sure. I think it technically might be in the universe or whatever of a different film or whatever the hell. But I really do enjoy this movie big time. Uh, the cinematography, the the visuals are really you know spot on. I thought it was really cool that they filmed it in Austin. It wasn't until I saw that movie that I understood the industry about like every, a lot of stuff is actually in Austin. A lot of filmmaking stuff is here. A lot of filmmaking stuff is there. Um, anything creative in the art world or whatever. I didn't know anything about that until like, I was not privy to that. Like people just told me about it as years went on. And I was, I remember being like, Oh, hmm, okay. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. And then it wasn't until I went to Texas that I would like see the spot. I'm like, Oh, there goes the restaurant they filmed that at, or there goes this street where they were at. And I, and it was just kind of cool seeing it all kind of, I guess, come together, uh, in my head. Cause I was, I mean, obviously I was a kid whenever it came out, but I think I had saw it a few years after it came out. So I think I was like 14 ish around that time, 13, 14. But I remember thinking that, it was so cool because it was, it went super in depth that where it just kind of starts off like of some girl running upstairs to her friend's apartment because she has used a restroom. Like how the hell do you start a movie off like that? But it, I think the music, the visuals, the, the overall aesthetic is really what kind of captivates me in a movie. Any, any movie that can like fully captivate me like that is, is one that I love because I like movies for the escapism aspect right like so we can really immerse yourself into the movie but i mean i know that that movie is pretty violent it does get pretty dark at some point it's uh more of like a thriller i don't know if it's like a horror film i wouldn't really consider it that because it does have a lot of parts in the movie where it's not just scary but um you know there is a lot of you know over the 18 over the age of 18 stuff too and i'm not just saying oh because the girls are attractive or whatever they're all hot okay i'm not just saying for that aspect because all movies have that sort of aspect layered in at some point or another, right? But I just love that it starts off with this whole group of people and they're, the, the dialogue of them, they're just kind of talking in the car and they go to this restaurant and stuff. But for some reason, every single 
person acting in there has you like fully captivated with what they're talking about as if you're right there with them in the car or like if you're right there with them at that restaurant the vibe of it i feel like tarantino always kills it when it comes to making a real conversation out of something that's fiction or something that's fake because it's relatable like they'll have a conversation it's a whole, completely made up characters completely made up dynamic situations but i think the fact that it's relatable is what really kind of captivates you in and that movie, I think it kind of just covers all the bases, in my opinion, with that. Because, I mean, sure, it has some gory parts, some deaths and all that. I'm not going to spoil too much of it. But the second half of the movie, it's like a whole different movie in a way. Because it's a whole new set of people that they introduce and a whole new situation they have going on. A whole new... It's just from start to finish, I found it to be just really dope. Even as young as I was, when I saw it, I feel like to this day... Um, it's still kind of just instantly just kind of like just takes me right back to that point where I was at while whenever it came out. So I would say Death Proof for sure. Um, oh, another thing too is the soundtrack. I feel like any movie that has like a good sounding <laughs> discography, however you say that, a good, good sounding album with the movie I feel like that's the best way to get me into it as well because it's not just about the movie. It's also about the songs that play in it or the music that you might not have heard until this movie came out. And it always kind of takes you back to that point. Like, oh, man, I remember where I was at when this came out or whatever. But, um, yeah, you kind of see why I'm only narrowing down one right now because I've already been speaking on it for five minutes. All right, everybody, I think that is going to wrap up the whole Q&A episode that I had going on today. Um, I actually recorded most of the second half a couple days after the first half just because I had more questions coming in and I really wanted to add them. I didn't want to just leave it out because um, I feel like what I had originally, I could have included some more. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. If you made it this far, if you made it all the way to the end of the episode, I really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate the feedback, the views, people coming back. I, should, I said views. The listens, I meant to say. If you have been listening to it all this time since this has started over a month ago, it's been really cool. I really appreciate it. And I really, really love what I'm doing. And I just, I can't emphasize that enough. Even right now, I'm... To be honest with you, I know the second half of this episode, this uh, episode, I sound a little bit, uh, a little tired. Uh, it's because I am. I'm exhausted, but I stay true to my word to myself, and I'm gonna come through and still finish this out for you guys. I'm not just gonna, okay, oh, I'm bored, I'm tired, or whatever. No, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm right here. You know what I mean? We're gonna, we're gonna get this done. But I appreciate you guys checking it out. I love y'all so much for tuning in again, and um, I'll see y'all next week.